like to present to you my guest today. His name is Michael Green. Um, today he is uh, here to talk about gun safety. Uh, he's starting his new service on educating the public uh, regarding gun safety. Uh, Michael, welcome to the show, brother. How are you doing? It's a pleasure to be here, man, and honor to be uh, on your show today. You're too kind. It's an honor to have you. Um, so let's get let's get right to it, brother. So, what made you want to start this bold, make this bold decision to start your own uh, gun safety service? Well, uh, I recently uh, made my first purchase of my handgun this year. Uh, I tried years ago, back when I was living in uh, Jersey City, and it was a little bit more of a difficult process. I didn't understand the process. Uh, I was much younger then as well, and I just stopped going through with the process. You know, I always I got negative feedback. You know, I was living with my mom at the time, and uh, she just wasn't for guns. And I like guns. I always had I always had an interest in guns. And uh, once I moved down on my own and moved out of Jersey City, uh, where I'm at now is a little bit more uh, easier and convenient. And I guess, you know, with the time that they made it a little bit more accessible for uh, the public to go about getting their purchasing permits. So I went on and got that done. Got it, got it. Yeah, it must be, uh, it must be difficult because I'm from Jersey City. And um, as you know, yeah. uh, a week ago, we just made a, a, a year on the tragedy that happened in Jersey City where they killed the officer, uh, Joseph, and uh, the people from the convenience store. Uh, right. So um, I'm very happy and proud you're starting the services because uh, I think in this day and age is important uh, for the community, at least in Jersey City, right? Where, yeah. where, where we're from, where, where you're from and where I currently reside in, it's very important for, for our community to be educated on, you know, the importance and, and the values of having a, a, and carrying a, a concealed weapon. Well, unfortunately with the state of New Jersey, it's almost impossible for you to get a concealed carrier's permit, uh, which is basically unconstitutional. Uh, to our Second Amendment, right? Yeah. Uh, so basically, with that being said, you're able to purchase a handgun and firearms in the state of New Jersey, but in order for you to carry it, you have to be one, either law enforcement or, you know, do some type of private security or work for a private security company, you know, um, and, and even when you're doing that, working for security, you're not concealing your, your firearm, it's, it's open carry because you're on a job and you're working and you're working contracted through a company, you know, that's allowing you to carry this gun. So, you know, that's part of the reason why I wanted to do this, you know, and, and, and hopefully, you know, maybe one day New Jersey be able to join the rest of free America and be able to carry concealed and possibly open carry. You know, yeah. I, I, I feel like, you know, we evolved enough for us to be able to carry and make responsible and smart choices when we go about doing it. Because, you know, people aren't just purchasing guns or, or, or weapons and just wanting to go out to hurt people. You know, the stuff that they depict in the media and in the news, you know, is, is basically shunning guns 
you know, saying guns are bad and, yes. and, and that they're used for bad things. And if they're used for bad things, then why does only our law enforcement and military get to carry them? You, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it's, it's a helpful thing to have. Uh, you know, as of right now, like I said, you could purchase a firearm, you know, you can keep it in your house, you go to the range, you can shoot, you know, at the range, you can do different things like that. You can work, you know, security jobs. You can also get into the security business and 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 get your firearms and, and, and carry it that way. But, uh, yeah. Do you think, like, I know down south is way, way much easier to get, get a firearm than here in New Jersey. Do you think uh, New Jersey is doing the correct, uh, procedure to make it difficult to for uh, people who live in New Jersey to get firearms, or do you think um, down south they don't make it that difficult for someone? Because I think, from what I'm told, you can go to like a Walmart or your local convenience store and get a weapon. I mean, right? What's your uh, take on that? Uh, the Southern states, Middle America, uh, there are gun loving states. And yes, most of those states, you can go into a Walmart or a Dick's Sporting Goods and purchase a firearm, uh, handguns and uh, long guns, rifles and, and shotguns and such. Um, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, uh, California, uh, a number of different states uh, made it a little bit more difficult uh, for you. I, I wouldn't say difficult. Uh, they want a, a longer process. They, they, they want it, you know, they want you to go through a process and, and purchasing your gun. You know, I feel like it's all uh, a way for the, the state and, and your state police to make money from off of it because you have to register with your state police. Uh, in other states, you could go into a store, a gun store with just your ID uh, showing that you're a resident of that state and, and be able to purchase a handgun or, or a shotgun or an assault uh, assault uh, rifle in that store. Got it. It's, uh, you think it should be, all states should be equal. They're, they all should have the same process and, and same long period of uh, waiting for, get approved to, to uh, get a firearm. Um, I feel like if other states adopted uh, the concept that New York and New Jersey and, and Los Angeles had uh, put into place for people to go through in a background check. And, you know, it, it takes a little bit of time for you to actually get your firearms. Um, I don't think it should take as long as it does. I feel like if you apply for your handgun uh, permit in these states, uh, that I mentioned, uh, New York and New Jersey, you have up to 30 days for them to reply to your request to get your purchasing permit and uh, firearms identification card. Um, 30 days may be a little bit excessive. You know, uh, I feel like if I'm in a need, you know, if I feel like I'm in the need to have a firearm in my house because my area that I live in isn't particularly safe and you know i would like to protect my home and my family i don't feel that it should take as long as it does to hear back from your state police uh whether or not you've been approved to get it now i think the the background check is is okay uh and i feel like you know 
that that's the thing that should happen. You know, there should be some type of background check, you know, because mental health is real. You know, yeah. you, you, you and even with the background check, you can't you, you can't evaluate someone's morality. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, people, you know, think that because I'm law enforcement or or I work in the military that um, I'm not going to go out and, and commit any crimes or, you know, have a bad day one day and use my firearm in a bad incident. And that's not the case. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't test nobody's morality just from a background check. Definitely. Definitely. Um, do you think that there's a big problem regarding mental health and, um, mental health and, and, and the right to use firearms because pre COVID uh, before COVID hit, we were, we were having back-to-back stories of uh, school mass shootings. And they were stating that a lot of the situation that were occurring was people that had mental health issues. Do you think we have a big issue when it comes to that? To mental health or the yeah, people, uh, People with mental health issues having access to firearms. Firearms? Yes. Um, <laughs> I know it was a mix-up. My bad. Nah, it's good. Um, I feel if you're in the state of New Jersey or New York and you go through a background check and you're able to purchase a firearm and get your identification card with a mental illness... Because all you're doing is answering a questionnaire. Of course, you can lie on the questionnaire. Yeah. You're not actually being brought into some, you know, place to be interviewed, you know, on your mental health. And I feel like, you know, I feel like it's a good process that we have, you know, but is it sufficient? No. Uh, I feel do, do we have, like, when you apply for a gun carrier's arm or what are the cases? It's your, pur- your, your purchasing permit. Yeah. When <laughs> yeah. you when you go to, you know, a platform, I get one of those, do you have to have a, a like a permission slip or a slip that basically says that your doctor's telling you you're, you're mentally stable to have permission well, to have well, what, it, what it is is uh, when you go on to apply for your purchase permit online. Uh, they set up a questionnaire, like I said, they have you answer questions and you have to go and take a fingerprint test. Just like if you're getting your security license, you have to go take a, a fingerprint test to register with the state and they do a background check. So initially the background check is just uh, checking into your history uh, and to see if you have any criminal activity. You get what I'm saying? So that's, that's your background check. It's not a mental check, but, you know, uh, if you have some type of uh, record, it's going to pop up. And if you've been uh, admitted into a, a mental institu- institution, mm-hmm. then it will pop up on your background check. So that's why they have you do a finger, fingerprint uh, in order for you to get your uh, your ID and your purchasing permit. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So my next question uh it pertains to a post you uh did on your instagram which uh it educated me because i i um 
I knew I know somebody that had a New Jersey carries arm, right? In New Jersey. But he went to uh New York and he got pulled over and they found his firearm. Okay. And I think he's doing I, I don't know the, the the details pertaining to the store, but he's doing like two to three years because of that. Now, in your in one of your, your story posts on an IG, and if hmm. anybody's listening, go to um was it trigger what triggers you? W A T T R I G G E R U, the letter U, eight point two eight. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, yep. Let's go to his page and check him out. So as of recent, you've posted something about uh, like a permission slip and where if you carry in the state of New Jersey, you can apply for something else. And oh, another state? And some it's, sort? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a permission slip. What it is is a, a, a non-residential uh, carrier's permit. So, for instance, say you do a lot of traveling to other states. Got that it. is uh that allows you to carry uh conceal in their state uh north carolina uh georgia uh texas number of different states you know you're able to conceal carry and open carry right so if i go to visit my family in in, in georgia mm-hmm. and i have a non-residential concealed carriers permit and i drive down one you have to know all the states that you're driving through, all of their laws on guns uh, before you drive through those states. You know, that's very important. Yeah. You know, you may have a non-residential carrier's permit to carry in certain states, but you need to know the laws when you're driving through these states in case you get pulled over by police and they ask if you have a firearm in your car, you know, how is it stored in your car? Where is it at? Is it on you? You know, is it a part? You know, you need to know those laws. You need also know the uh, magazine capacity laws as well, because New Jersey has a magazine uh, capacity law, basically limiting limiting you to only have ten rounds in your magazine uh, on you. Uh, so before that law was changed, if your firearm allowed you to hold 17 rounds in, in your mag, then you were allowed to have 17 rounds in your mag. But being that this law was passed, uh, it's, it, it limits civilians. Let me be clear on that too. It, it only limits civilians to carry only 10 rounds in their magazine. Law enforcement could carry up to 17 rounds in the magazine. And um, so, yeah, you, you, you need to know the laws of the land basically so so if you drive into uh, a gun-friendly state know all the states that, that you're driving through and the laws you know uh surrounding the gun laws uh for those states when you drive through so you can be safe and careful while you uh while you're doing that well i think that's uh, i think that's very important to know i'm glad you share that because i don't think a lot of people know about that i mean i'm not a a i'm not really educated on guns uh right it's a process, man. Yeah. I'm trying to educate myself uh, but it, it, more on it as well. Yeah, it's it's good to know because I don't think a lot of people know about that. And I, right. I think that's something that's very important that should be out there. Right. Uh, and people should be uh, aware of, you know. Of course. Yep. I think it's amazing what you're doing. And 
Shit, right now I've learned a lot. Yeah, man. You know? Yes, yeah, so, you know, like I said, uh, know the laws of the land when, when you travel through those states. If, you, if you're thinking about getting uh, non-residential carriers permit and you're going to those states, and they welcome us. You, you know what I'm saying? They, they want our state to be uh, a state where they could travel to and not have to really worry about too many laws they'd be breaking because they're carrying or, or, or transporting their gun. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a sticky, slippery slope, you know, when it comes to traveling through state lines with the firearm. And uh, New York has one of the most uh, strenuous gun laws over there, and, and it's, and it's kind of crazy. Uh, I, I seen a story online about this lady. I forgot where she was flying from, but she flew into New York into TSA uh, with a firearm. It was stored uh, properly, like how it was supposed to be, through TSA standards, and they let her in. Uh, when she was flying back out to her home, they stopped her and arrested her with her firearm and, and tried to charge her with the felony of having that firearm in the airport trying to travel back to where she came from. And um, it's, 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 it's a real sticky situation. Uh, fortunately, she was able to get out because she went through the proper channels of, of, of transporting her firearm with her when she went to New York. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's, that's a big issue because you want to feel safe, especially if you're traveling from out of state. And, you know, people hear bad things about, you know, certain parts of New York and New Jersey and California. You know, they want to be safe when they travel. And you have every right to be safe when you travel. Yeah, especially and to if you've never been to those areas. Exactly. And, she's, and, you know, not to be sexist or anything like that, but she's a, she's a woman, mm-hmm. you know. And, and if she feels that she needs to carry her firearm to feel that extra sense of security, then by all means, she should be able to do that. And uh, New York is 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 real tough when it comes to uh, yeah, <laughs> come to guns. Yeah. yeah, when it comes to firearms and guns, man, it's, it's real tough. Uh, also in New York, uh, one of the laws are um, in order for you to get your purchasing permit in New York, and if you live with someone, both uh, parties have to agree that it's okay for you to have this firearm in the house, and they both have to sign off on it in order for you to uh, get your firearm for the uh, for your house. Now, for for somebody like me, right? Because I'm I've never been a fan uh, of firearms. Okay. And in this, you know, this you know new era we're about to embark, uh, I think, and because certain situations that I've had in the past, you know, break-ins and whatnot, uh, um, I'm, I'm highly thinking about investing and doing the whole procedure uh, of uh, applying for a firearm. What, 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 what am I expecting? What, what is that like? Um, pretty much it's an easy process, you know, you know, everything is at our fingertips nowadays. So all you have to do is go on Google. You could even ask the question on Google, how do I go about getting my my uh, my purchasing permit and firearms ID card? Um, the process is real simple. I feel like for you, being that you experienced uh, something 
like that of that caliber, you know, break-ins and, and dealing with people on the street, maybe, you know, uh, I feel like you should do your research on gun safety and, 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 you know, protecting yourself and, and brush up on the laws for New Jersey, because uh, for New Jersey, the laws uh, are basically to protect the criminals. I feel like it's to protect the criminals. Yeah. So you could have a firearm in your house, and and you know uh, attempt to use it if you have a break in, but afterwards is 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 where the problem lies with with the laws and going to court mm-hmm. and and dealing with you know court proceedings and getting your gun taken away from you, uh, being investigated you know, and, and talking to your neighbors and being locked up. It's, it's, it's a long process and it's extremely difficult. Uh, they make it extremely difficult for you to protect your interests in your home and the state of New Jersey, New York and Connecticut. Yeah. But I feel like for you, you know, if, 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 if you never was into uh, firearms and guns, you know, just do your research. You, you know, I, my, my favorite thing to do is go on YouTube and look at reviews of different uh, handguns, rifles, shotguns, and to, to you know, base my opinion uh, on my next purchase, you know, loosely on, you know, people reviews on different uh, guns and such. What, um, when somebody passes the process and they're approved or they have the permit or whatnot, what, what was the best... Um, firearm for a beginner, like for somebody who's starting out, and you know that you know. Let's say, let me play devil's advocate. I already, I already passed. I already educated myself. I read, you know, the paperwork. I passed. My time passed. Now it's time for me to go and purchase a firearm. I'm a beginner uh, because there's certain people that quickly want to buy. You know, they want to buy the big guns. They want right. to. They want to go crazy. Right. You know, like I said, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm a family man. Um, for a person in my predicament situation, uh, what's what's the best investment for me regarding firearm if I'm a beginner? Um, like I said, um, your, your your personal, you know, your personal. My, my personal opinion is when I first, uh, I'm gonna give you my my experience, right? Got so, it. I got my my firearms ID card and purchasing permit. And I essentially didn't know anything about guns. I, I've shot guns before, but it was in the past. I was a little bit younger. I haven't shot guns in years. So I, I pretty much was a beginner and still a beginner to, to firearms. And uh, so basically what I did was I went to YouTube and I, I YouTube and, and searched uh, best firearms or best handguns uh, for beginners, uh, you know, coming into uh, firearms. So um, it'll show you different type of firearms, what they could do, uh, how they feel in your hand, uh, what you're looking to use it for, whether you, you just want it for your home or you like to go shooting at the range or possibly want to do a side security job, you know, and, and work security and do security, right? Yeah. So the top, I want to say the top handgun you know, of course, they said was the Glock. And uh, I think it's just a, 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 a renowned gun, you know, all around. It, it, it's a universal gun, you know, I believe. 
a lot of police agencies use the Glock, uh, you know, because it's, 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 it's a great gun. You know, it's a reliable, great gun. And that was my first purchase. Uh, Glock 19, uh, chambered in nine millimeter. It was my first purchase uh, for my handgun. And it was a good purchase. It, it, and uh, I went right here in Union, uh, New Jersey, right on 22 uh, to RTSP. And I went in, you even talk to people at the range, you know, you know, get, get different people's perspective on, on, on what handguns and, and let them know what you plan on using it for, you know, or what's your interest in it, you know, and they give you their, their honest opinion on it. And, and, you know, it was a good, it was a good choice for me for my first handgun. That's what's up, man. Yeah. That's what's up. When, um, so I purchased my gun, right? What okay. uh, what is the best um, safety procedure? If it's not a procedure, safety equipment where I can store my uh, my my mm-hmm. gun away. Okay. Uh, like in your opinion, well, what do you recommend? If it's a if it's a Glock, you know, you recommend this, or it's a big gun. Like, what's what's well, the deal? That that the 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 brand doesn't matter of the firearm that you purchase. Um, the size does, if you, if you purchase a handgun, you got a couple of handguns, you got a couple of rifles, you got a couple of shotguns, you might want to invest in a long, um, in a, in a long security case. It's a, uh, basically we could store your firearms and your long guns at the same time. And I feel as though that's the best, you know, way to store your gun. In your house, especially if you have kids, you always want to lock up your guns and uh, especially your handguns and put them up high enough to where your kids can't access them because kids are curious. You know, we was kids once we went in our parents' rooms and the drawers and stuff like that. You know, I, I, I strongly promote uh, gun safety and, and storage of your firearm when it's in your house and you have kids or just guests coming over to your house frequently. You know, if you're doing interviews, you know, you might want to put your guns up. You get what I'm saying? You want to yeah. store it in a safety lock box. Uh, you, 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 you receive a box uh, with your handgun uh, when you receive your handgun. And some boxes have a, a part on there where you can put a lock on it. So that's your way of, of securing your gun until you get a... a, a sufficient safety lock box for your handguns or, or rifles, then you can store it that way. Wow. That's, that's, I've learned a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot, a lot. It's, a, it's a lot to digest. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of, there's a lot of detail. Yeah. A lot of detail, a lot of rules and, and there's a lot of rules. Uh, um, it's it's is a enormous like guideline you have to follow when it comes to like whoever invests you know their time in trying to get a firearm is like you're determined you know you're determined that's what mm-hmm. you want like you're telling me all this and like i don't want to get it i don't <laughs> that's too much it's, right. it's too much headache for me <laughs> see 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 don't 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 think that way you know what i'm saying if if you have a a, a reason and it doesn't need, to be honest with you, it doesn't even have to be a legit reason why you want to go out and purchase uh, a firearm. It's your constitutional right. It's yes. your Second Amendment right, you know, the right to uh, to bear arms. And um, 
you know, just loosely based off of off, off just that, you know, you could go out and, and, and apply to get your firearms ID card and, and purchase a permit, you know, is and don't think and don't let the process discourage you for wanting to protect your home and your interests and your business. You know what I'm saying? So one of the, one of the things that, you know, some of my family members and friends say, yo, you lived in Jersey City all this time. You moved out out here and, and, and you know, in this nice area. And now you want to go gun crazy and buy all these guns. You should have had a gun in Jersey City. And I, and I say to them, you know, that didn't go with a lack of not trying to get my firearms ID card and, and to be able to purchase. Yeah. You know, I, I tried to do it in Jersey City. But I feel like I feel like God does things for for, yeah, for yeah, a reason. Yeah, I think it's difficult because uh we've uh for the last couple of months we've received like a enormous wave of violence. So like right. they're not gonna make it, you know, and this is me, you know, I could be wrong. Um they're not they're not gonna make you accessible or at least make it easier enough for you to be accessible. To, to carry a firearm when uh, we live in a um, urban an urban place where it's overpopulated, right? You know, where you know, in some parts it's dangerous. So when you right. when you move out to somewhere somewhere like you know, let's say a suburban area, it's um it's kind of easier. You right. know, it's, it's calmer. You don't have the 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 same uh, atmosphere it's it's not that dangerous so right. i mean that's my opinion what's your take on that um well well what is your question because well <laughs> not as it's like do you like you agree that that that, that may be a probability why it's not accessible it's hard. yeah oh, okay um well i have to brush up on the law because uh, I need to research when exactly they implemented the law for New Jersey saying that we weren't able to carry uh, concealed or open carry. Um, that's for one. Uh, I think even if you live in a nice area, you still should, you know, if, if, if that's your interest and that's what you want to do, I feel as though just because you live in a nice area doesn't mean that your house isn't subjected to break-ins or, sure, or, or sure. you know, bad things happening. Um, and even living in the uh, open area, you know, like in far out in South Jersey where it's farms and stuff like that, you know, even out there you can't carry. You know, you can carry on your property, but you can't, you know, go about your day and, and have a firearm on you. you. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just feel like your area, it, 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 shouldn't, matter, it shouldn't matter based off your area on why you should or shouldn't be able to uh, mm -hmm. carry, you, you know, if, if, if that's what you choose to do. And, and for one thing, I feel like the people that do go about doing it, I feel like they should educate themselves and practice with their guns. I know a number of people that purchase guns and then put them in a closet and, and never shoot them. <laughs> like, you know, what's the point? You just, you know, spent $600 on yeah. $400 on a firearm and you don't go to the range and, and, and shoot it at all. And that's something so, that often has to be, right? How often do you have to clean your gun? Because you can't uh, just let it sit there and then like years or, or months pass and then you, right. you know, out of a sudden you want to go shooting. 
Well, you got to treat it like you treat anything else that you use daily. You know, you want to take care of it. Um, with Glocks, um, with my first purchase, uh, I asked around at the gun range. I'm like, listen, how often do I have to clean my gun? They're like, listen, man, you could put a thousand rounds through this gun and, and, and won't have to clean it. You know, like a, like a thorough clean, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And uh, like using actual, uh, you know, sprays on it to, 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 to oil it. And, and you, don't have, you don't have to go that far with it, you know, with, with your handgun. Uh, and particularly the Glocks, you know, they're, like I said, they're a great quality gun. Um, you know, I haven't put quite a thousand rounds uh, through it yet, but I clean it after I use it. So, so far, you know, so good, you know. So, I, like I said, I treat it like anything else. You know, I clean my firearm after I use it when I come back from the range and, how, how you know, I store it. Uh, I try to go at least twice a month. Uh, it's a little bit more difficult now, especially with COVID. Uh, I got two. I got two little ones. I work, <laughs> you know. So family man. I, there you go. Right, I'm a family man. So you know, I, 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 um, yeah. Sorry, I, I lost you for a second. But uh, yeah. So I, I try to go as 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 often as possible. You know, at least twice a month though. How, how good at you uh, shooting that <laughs> to the bullseye? Uh, I'm average. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm trying to, I, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, learn the ins and outs and the, about the firearm, you know, how to hold it, you know, proper uh, uh, holding of, of your firearm, like the grip, how your grip, it, it dictates how, accurately you shoot so one of the targets that i like to get when i go to the range it's a silhouette and it has uh different spots on the target and it lets you know when you hit those certain spots those, those certain spots on the target what you're doing with your hands while you're shooting so if you're shooting uh to the left of, of the body down low you know, it'll let you know how to correct your hands and what you're doing with your hands on why you're hitting it, you know, the, your target in that area, in that specific area. So now, you know, you go back and, and fix your grip on your gun and 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 try to shoot it more accurately. And, uh, you know, just lining up your sights and stuff like that. Uh, I just recently took my fiance to the range for the first time and uh, I let her shoot my Glock first. How was it? Did she get addicted? <laughs> I wouldn't say she got addicted. Um, she 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 was pretty good with shooting the uh, uh, the handguns. It, it, it was uh, it was a sight to see. It was funny, and um, she uh, she didn't particularly like the Glock. I have two handguns, and uh, the second handgun is my uh, six hour P three twenty, also uh, nine millimeters compact gun. And uh, when she shot that thing, she was grouping, like, 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 you know, she was grouping real good. And uh, I, I told her it was beginner's luck, but you know, she she did better with the Sig than she did with the Glock. That's good, man. Like, you know, future wife, both of you are educating and and, and having safety for your home. Right. That's you know, that's a good combination. Right. You know, so God bless, man. Thanks, man. Thanks, thanks. I think it's I think it's important to, you know, 
if you're living with people, it's mm-hmm. important to educate them and to teach them and show them uh, proper gun handling and safety and, you know, how to store it and to actually shoot it, you know, and, and that goes for your kids as well. Yeah, uh, definitely for your kids. I, I, you know, I see you, if, if that's one thing uh, you post is educating your kids. I think when it comes to guns, uh, it's, it's not an easy topic. It's not a fun topic. It's a, you know, right. it's a serious topic because it's something that it's life or death. And when it comes to kids, you know, I, I can imagine once your, your kids are grown, you know, they're going to have a great teacher. Right. You know, and, 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 and that's the plan. You know, I don't want them to be scared of firearms. I don't want them to grow up thinking that firearms are bad. And I think that's what, you know, people that try to discredit guns and are against guns and, and you know, the purchasing and, you know, try to limit, you know, and restrict different guns for different states for, for whatever reason. You know, I, I feel like, you know, they, they should get educated on it. You know, it's not used for bad things. And this is why I'm doing a page. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want people to know, especially people from the state of New Jersey and, and, and especially my city where I come from, you know, I don't want people to think that, oh, you got to go to some dark alley to go purchase a handgun. From Illegally. Some, yeah, from some scary guy. <laughs> Illegally. No, no, no. You know, you know, that's what they want us to think. They want us to think that that's how you got to go about getting a, a, a firearm to protect your, your, your family and your home. And that's not the case. And, um, you know, this is why I'm doing this because I want people to know the right way of doing it. And they should know the right way of doing it. And I don't think it's publicized enough that, you know, there is an actual process. Like, oh, I could actually go to a gun store and, and purchase a, a firearm? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you don't, have to, you don't have to buy it from, you know, uh, the, the, the guy down the street, you know, selling them for $200. You, that you probably, that probably not, not clean, that probably won't, dirty, not clean. Yeah, work. yeah, you know, you don't have to do that. And I think that's important you know, to, to, to know this information and the laws surrounding it. You know what I'm saying? If you purchase illegally off the street and you use your firearm in a home invasion, you will get arrested and you will do time for that. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do your due diligence. Yeah. And even, even when you do it legally, you have to know the laws, mm-hmm. you know, surrounding it, which I feel you, like you have to know the consequences of pulling that trigger. Right. And the consequences, right. the consequences are, are more, or more than you know, pulling a trigger, right? You know that that trigger right. it, it, you it affects it, it affects everything. Yeah, it affects everything. It affects you. It, it will affect your life. It will it will affect you know if you're living with people, the lives that 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 you're protecting. Uh, if you have if you live in close proximity to different you know people, you know it's going to affect their lives. You, you know <laughs> you you got to be conscious and aware. Of, of of what you're prepared to do if that time arises and and hopefully god forbid that time never has to come definitely you know and, and, and people you know people that purchase guns they're not looking to 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 shoot and kill people you know i i, I want people to know that you know especially people in middle america and, and the gun friendly states like that their agenda isn't for them to wait for somebody to step on their property for them to shoot and kill them. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that's, 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 I'm sure. And I would like to hope <laughs> that that's the least of their worries and what they're trying to do. You know, same, same for us over here. You know, I'm not waiting for someone to break into my home. Like I, I don't want that to happen ever. You know, I, I would never want that hap- to happen to me. Even if I have the, you know, the means to protect my family, you know, I, I don't want that to happen. I have an interest in guns. I like guns. I like shooting guns. And, and that's why I have them. No, guns are beautiful things. You know, believe it or not, they, there's some guns that look badass. Right. You know, so it's, it's a hobby collection that one can have, but has to be extremely careful. Right. You know, um, I got I got a question I want to ask you. I, I asked this question, um, and I think it was my podcast with uh, Stephen Osaldi. Um, and this is it's is it like it's a tricky question if you don't understand the question, right? So my question is, you know, do you see a carrying a gun? is a right or a tool now let me explain right okay <laughs> and, and for me right for me this is me okay um there's some uh, what i've seen in media and you know what i've um lived through throughout my life and my experience right i've seen people and i've sp- spoken to people that they just carry a firearm uh just because they know it's their right. You know, they, they're not like you. They're, they're not willing to educate. They're not willing to educate themselves. They're just, you know, I have a firearm and nobody could tell me anything. Right. And then you have, you know, people like me that, yes, I don't uh, own or carry, have, you know, permission to carry a firearm, but I see it as a tool. When I say as a tool, it's like, you know, I have it if I ever have it or a person that has it. Um, it's, it's a tool to, of protection. I have it for the safety of my house, you know, uh, just in case God from something happens, okay. it's there for protection to protect myself, my loved ones, my little ones. Or, you know, if I, you know, a person that owns a farm has a firearm because, you know, bears comes into the house, you know? So okay. my question is now that I am you know, able to explain it, do you see it as a right or do you see it as a tool? Uh, I see it as both. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, both. There you go. <laughs> I see it as both. It's a right. Um, and I like that you use the word tool because it's a tool, you know. Yeah, um, it's something It's something that's – you. it's something that's supposed to work for you, not you for right. – for, you know, it's like money. Money supposed to work for us, right? you know, the other way around. Right. Uh, it's, it's a tool because, you know, I could leave a fire on – sitting on my dining room table and no one touches it or use it and no one dies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's, and it's also your right to have that uh, firearm in your house house and to use it for what you feel you need to use it for. You know, uh, you know, I'm not saying, you know, go out and commit crimes and rob people. Or no, like that. <laughs> you know, but yes, it's definitely used as a tool. You know, well, if you have the permission to, to anyone who has a permission to carry, that shouldn't be on their minds. That's not the reason why you should have a, uh, a firearm on you. Well, like I said uh, before, you know, you can't, you know, you, you, 
you can't evaluate people morality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like I said, just because you're law enforcement or are, are able to carry preach, you know, firearms, preach, preach. You know, it doesn't mean that you know that you're going to do the right thing every time. Mm-hmm. And you know, and, you know, you have to, you have to one have. I feel like you need to have those experiences in order for you to know when it's the right time to actually use your firearm mm-hmm. and to draw your firearm. Police as well. You know, uh, you could get all the training in the world, but that doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to go out there and do the right thing every time yeah. or well, know when to or know yeah. what to do when, when you're faced with a, a certain situation. Yeah. Yeah. My, so my, my, I don't want to say dislike my, I guess my fear throughout the years of, of the reason why I, I just never cared about firearms or, you know, uh, firearms was because I grew up in an environment, right? And where uh, it was like every November or September is hunting season. And uh, there was this, these like pigeons, they're called tortolas. If you're Puerto Rican and Spanish, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about. And it would go hunting. So I they think would... they call pheasants for, for us. Yeah? Pheasants, I think so, yeah. It's yeah. a certain type of bird that yeah, you can yeah. hunt. Yeah. yeah. So... They will go hunting, and they will go hunting. You'll see them with, like, cans of cool lights and cans of uh, a Bud Light. And, yes, you know, drinking while, you know, like, you know, the cartoons. Having fun. Yeah. When the cartoons, you see them hunting, and they're just drinking. And, you know, like in the movies, you know, drunk as fuck with a fucking rifle. Right. And, you know. It's the American way, man. Yeah, and they were like, (laughs) yeah, and they were like, uh, "Come with us, we're gonna have fun." I was like, "Bro, I know you. You're crazy. You know, you're gonna be drunk. You don't know how to act, and you have a gun on you." Right. And that's you know, not to mention where I grew up. You know, every I want to say every Thursday of the month, like the last Thursday of the month, you had like the DEA uh, coming out full mass and and um, M16s. And just what? raiding, yeah, raiding uh, one of the drug dealer houses um, that was near uh, where I lived at. Okay. It was just walking by, they would push you in and they'll take everybody. That's got to be traumatizing. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. But it was, you know, now it's, it's uh, back then it was just normal. It's, it's walking the park. Right. But, you know, that's, just going back to what I'm saying, um, that, that was, yeah, my first fear uh, of just interacting fires on because being in that environment where people were not doing their due diligence, were not educating, they were intoxicated. And I just, right. I, I had like, it was I, unsafe. Know, like I'm out. Right. You know, I'm out. It wasn't safe for you and you felt uncomfortable, which you should, you know, even when I go, even when you go to the range, you know, uh, all ranges have, uh, people on on the range monitoring the people on the range shooting, uh, especially in New Jersey. Uh, if you're in an indoor range, uh, especially at RTSP and Union, they have people, very noticeable people walking around monitoring, you know, us while we're on the range shooting. Uh, there to offer help and assistance if you need assistance. And um, if you're uh, renting a gun from the fire, from the, uh, from, you know, the store, mm-hmm. they bring it out to you and, and uh, let you use it. Um, that goes hand in hand with firearm safety and, and, you know, 
you know, doing your, your research on, on, and not even just research, it's yeah. just, you know, basic common sense, you know, yeah. I wouldn't want to be intoxicated or inebriated uh, while using a firearm at any instance. Now, granted, you know, and, and where you're from and, and other Southern states, you know, that's kind of a rite of passage, you know, you go yeah. out and hunt with your family, you know, you got rifles, and you go out, you have a good time, you know, you have a bear or two or whatever mm-hmm. like that. But I think essentially they have Yeah, but enough. you do that after like when when the hunt is over. Right. Now you, right. You, they, you celebrate they, you, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. You camaraderie right. and you the, the guns are or like put away. They're away. Time. Right. You do that, you know? And like I said, for me it was traumatizing, you know. Right. And then you have those people like I grew up with a lot of people that had access to guns. Like I'm and I mean, you use this this scenario as a uh, an example. example. But, yeah, mm-hmm. like I don't know if you ever saw Tiger King. Tiger uh, King, I haven't. Uh, and and the series Tiger King, uh, one of the guys, he's always uh, I think he's always high or something like that, and he's always had always has a gun because right. they own like a tiger zoo. So one of the scenes, uh, the guy basically he he's always like playing with his gun and you know you know, pointing at himself, whatever, and he blew his head out. Wow. He killed himself. And it's something I think, uh, looking back, they said that he didn't kill himself intentionally. He's just, he was basically always doing that. And and I, you know, I grew up in in a place, like I stated, um, where people had access to that. And they were just always pointing it out and and playing these games. Oh, it's nothing, you know, and that's, an, I think, another reason that I, I, you know, I grew this enormous fear, but respect, and I just, you know, take a step back. Right. Because it's, it's something, you know, having guns is something serious. It's not a game, you know? Right. Uh, I take uh, guns and firearms very seriously, even at, at a young age. Um, my mom, she wouldn't even let me play with water guns, man. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't let, uh, I don't let my son play with water guns. Yeah, so you know, so I guess that made me want to play with them even more and have an interest <laughs> in them even more. And then with our culture, you know, everything, you you know, you 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 can't watch a movie now and not see a gun in it. You get what I'm saying? I mean, you go watch, of course, you go watch a movie and not see a gun, but and then let, you, they're doing cool shit with it. Right, they, and they doing <laughs> cool stuff with it. So you know, uh, you know, people's uh, thinking of guns and 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 is is a little obscure because they think, oh, I could go shoot up a whole block, or, or, or you know, they they got crazy scenarios in their head based off our culture and 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 what they see on TV, and you know, that's what they grow up thinking that they could do. You know, what what is okay, especially if you're not raised in a house where, you know, you have educated people, you know, learning about firearms and teaching you the proper way mm-hmm. of firearms and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't blame you for, for being, you know, fearful of firearms. Well, I, I think your fear uh, kind of... Uh, it, it was kind of... It was kind of messed up because of the people that was exhibiting poor gun safety with the with these guns no, you know, i don't think you, i don't think your fear was yeah, puerto ricans hillbillies gun. you know right i don't think puerto Rican hillbillies. <laughs> you crazy i don't think your fear <laughs> is the, was the gun i think it was 
uh, you know, the people handling the guns. Definitely. You know, I think that I think that's what your fear was. It was the people handling, not the not the gun itself. You, the you know people, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It, it was the it was the it was people, the person knew, behind it. Yeah, right. You knew what a, what a gun could do, but you knew in your hands, if it was in your hands, that you'll be doing the right thing, and you feel like you'd be doing the right thing by the gun while it's in your possession. You know, so I think the the fear came from the people, and not not the actual gun. But the, you know, isn't that, that isn't that the problem? The 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 person behind it. You know that, the, and and the media loves to. Yeah. Soon as something, soon as yeah. something happens, you yeah. know, oh, uh, we got to ban firearms. We got to ban assault assault rifles, and you know, nine times out of ten, if it's not a mass shooting or anything yeah. like that, the crimes that are happening is are, are, are with handguns mm-hmm. and uh, with twenty. Uh, you, you know, with are 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 done with handguns. I think. I you think. Know, I'm gonna just put I, it like that. I think you're you're you hit. The hammer right in the nail. I think because if you put a, it's like you said, you put a gun on top of the table, it doesn't hurt nobody. Right. You know, it's it's there. It's not doing. It's the, that's right. not the, it's the person and the intent that they have. It's the person the, uh, behind it. it, and I think that's uh, that's the issue. Yeah. The gun, and, guns, guns aren't the issue. Guns aren't the issue. It's 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 the person behind it, uh, the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they're from and, and why they feel the need to have to do the things that they do and go out, you, you know, like, you know, people love to talk about Chicago and, 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 and yeah. And, you know, Chicago been like that before they had all Al Capone. these laws. Al Capone Al, exactly. Al Capone, like, you know, he was using a Tommy gun. He, you know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. made the Tommy gun famous, you know? So I feel like guns are always going to be there. Uh, yes. Uh, stupid things will happen with firearms, and and the media likes to make it about the guns, and it's, and it's not. It's about the person that's you know, like I said, law enforcement included. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying like like you know, many a different instances that happen throughout this year alone. You know, so it's it's, it's, it's not the gun; it's the person behind it. And it's not even the type of gun that you use. And my, my aunt, me and my aunt, she lives in uh, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And we got into a conversation about firearms and uh, mental health. Uh, her, her, her children, you know, deal with mental health issues. So that means her family is unable to have a firearm in their house for, of course, obvious reasons why. Um, so there's a, an election coming up for, you know, uh, uh, two Senate seats. And I told her to do the right thing and vote for the Republicans so that, you know, <laughs> you know, so it, it, of, of course she's, she's, she's not for that. I'm not going to get into politics. No, um, that's, that's, no, that's, that's not, not what that's we do here. No. Yeah, and, and that's not my strong suit. Yeah. But, um, I just like go. guns. <laughs> I just like guns. Um, so, you know, she, she, she basically said, I don't feel comfortable with regular people having uh, these weapons of war, basically, and they live next door to me. And now if I bump their car or or, or piss them off, now they have the capability of of massacring my family. I said, wow. I said, I said, so you think that that's what people's intentions are that own firearms? And she was like, no, but you know, 
I feel like, you know, they shouldn't have this, 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 this uh, fully automatic weapon where they could come in and just uh, consistently shoot, constantly shoot at, at, you know, whatever they feel like they need to shoot at without having to reload, you know, uh, for a long time. And I'm like, I could do the same thing with a handgun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if, if someone wants to kill someone or hurt them, they would do it mm-hmm. by any means necessary. And, 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 and like you said, the tool, the, the firearm, the gun is just a tool mm-hmm. that's being used to, to, to carry out whatever bad act that this yeah, person wants to, to do. To, to, to complete the deed, whichever, right. whichever deed you have in your mind, right. that's the tool to complete it. Um, and, if, and, and if that's the handiest thing that they have, then, then yeah, they're going to use it. You know, just like, uh, just like knives. You know, they try yeah. to put bands on guns and certain type of guns and and you do that they want to create this utopia of where you know if you're not law enforcement that you don't need to have a firearm and i feel like that's definitely against our constitutional right our second amendment right mm-hmm. you know and trying to do that or even trying to put a high tax on owning these guns you know what i'm saying this is 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 wrong and I feel like we should have the right to protect ourselves. Yeah. You know, it, it goes back to, you know, uh, nurture and nature. <laughs> you know what I mean? Our, our, our natural instinct is to protect our, our self for one and our family. Yes. 100%. And, yeah. And with the, and with these times, it's not back in the, it's not back in, Whereas bow and arrows and 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 uh and, and yeah. uh, slingshots, you know, people have people have guns. And yeah. if someone breaks into my home, I want to be able to defend myself in my home without having any restrictions. Because when the criminals come in, they don't have restrictions. They're not worried about your neighbors. And, you know? and yes, to, and yes, to capitalize on that, you know, if you're in your home and somebody's trying to break into your house. You know they don't have good intention. Just they don't break, have good intention. Just breaking exactly. in. Just breaking in. Just you know. You violated my yeah, castle. Yeah. Just, <laughs> and, and my. You don't and, have and no my sanity. So when. Right. You know. It's protection. Right. You know. Right, and that goes to what I said that the law protects the criminals because, you you know, it's so many laws or it's so many rules. Mm-hmm. around if someone breaks into your home in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one, both feet have to be inside the threshold. Motherfucker just went up to my room. <laughs> right. My jewelry, I mean, he, he, right. he did a couple of steps. <laughs> right. So, so you know, um, there, there, there's, you know, with the storing of your firearm, you know, they, they will typically want you to not have your firearm already loaded. Mm-hmm. So now... You mean to tell me I have, you, and, and you got to understand the the reactionary gap is very slim. So for one, when someone breaks into your house and your firearm is, is unloaded, now you got to load it. And, mm-hmm. and then not only that, you only have 10 rounds that you can load inside your, your, your magazine. So nine times out of 10, the criminal that's breaking into your house and not, uh, and more than likely is more than one person breaking into your house. Mm-hmm. So I got to, Hopefully, hit my targets with these ten with these ten shots. No, by the time you to hit my target, where, where it's stored, unlock it. 
unlock it. Get it. Get the bullets because you have to have. You can't keep the bullets and the gun in the same place, or can you? You 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 can keep it in the same place, but they don't want you to. They they supposedly don't want you to have it loaded. From my understanding, from my knowledge, so they you don't want load, you to have your gun. You loaded. gotta load that bad boy up. By the time no. you by by the time you get all that done, and and, and now you gotta start looking. By the time right. you start looking, they could be right in front of you. Right. Um, it's it's a it's time goes fast. Right. It's so quick. It's, it's, um, and then my question is the people who, who are making these laws, are they gun users or they gun owners? Because you can't, you can't have people uh, telling you no, 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 but they're not involved. They have right. no idea of it. You know, they, they're, they're, they're reacting on, on the fear of the public or the media are, right. are, are giving them. You know, you can't tell me I can't own a gun and that's bad if you never had a gun and never owned a gun and never right. had to dealt with the responsibilities. Right. Or the burden. Right. And a lot and, and a lot of these people uh, like Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, you know, with 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 what they're trying to accomplish uh, they 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 want all these rules and regulations on 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 your firearms and 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 try to do buybacks and and certain uh, gun bans, and meanwhile they're being protected heavily armed yeah. by heavily armed people protecting them by well trained, so well trained, yeah, right. So so you know essentially they don't they don't have to deal with being in an area where they feel like they their safety is is at jeopardy and they got money and they have money and they have uh political influences so you know it's it's, it's kind of a contradiction and very biased Here, this is what i think and i could be wrong you know and i could be wrong and maybe tomorrow forever you know reason that happens it could change my thing is this I don't think we should ban um, firearms. I think we should have a better process system and where we can evaluate the person be, be, uh, behind the firearm. At the end of the day, if you take firearms away from American people, uh, we have nothing to protect ourselves because at the end of the day, America has progressed. It's not because the politics or the, or the government. It's because American saves America. It's the people right. saving the people. Right. It's the people, you know, despite of the difficulty circumstances, it's the people saving ourselves. Right. And if we take that away from us, the people, uh, there's... We can't even save ourselves because the you know the people who took it away from can't even protect themselves. Right, and they can't protect us. They can't be everywhere at once. You know that's why uh, one of my uh, uh, I talk to people that I work with all the time. Um, I work in a jail, uh, by the way, mm -hmm. and um, uh, for immigration. And uh, there's a ex uh, prison uh, officer that works there with us. 
and he know how crazy I am about guns and, 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 and I watch gun videos and stuff like that all the time. Um, so we was talking about scenarios and I said, I don't put my trust, my hundred percent trust in the hands of the government and law enforcement. And he was like, why not? I said, because most of the time they're responsive, you know, they're not there at the time when these crimes are happening, mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're there to pick up the pieces after the crime has already happened. Mm -hmm. So I, so I gave him a scenario. I said, you know, what if you're in a restaurant with your wife and your kids and uh, a gunman comes in there, you know, doing whatever he's about to do. And you have your firearm on you. Now, opposing you having to wait for law enforcement to come in and to devise a plan and the strategy get, there, to get in, strategy and, 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 and try to get in there, uh, you could potentially save yourself and your family and a lot of other lives if you protect if, if, if you have a firearm on you, you know, uh, maybe you may get shot, you know, but, you know, uh, I, I strongly feel like, you know, you should have at least that right or to have that opportunity to protect yourself if, you, if you're in these type of situations. Now, these type of situations don't happen a lot mm -hmm. and don't happen often, but, you know, it happens, you know, and I don't want to put my 100% you know, security in the hands of, of police. It's just like your home, mm -hmm. you know. I, I have to call the police and wait for them to get there to respond to someone breaking into my home. By that time, my family could be dead. I could be mm -hmm. dead. You know, all my stuff is, is, is stolen, which is, which, is, which is fine because I'd rather my stuff to be stolen than my life to be taken. But just to have that, that unfortunate event. You know, right. especially, if you're, especially if you're you know like unfortunately we, we, we're divided in you know higher middle and lower class right and unfortunately we cannot hide that the lower class that when you say I call the cops they come in an hour later it's because they're going to come an hour later right that, and that's, that's, that's not that's, that's, area. Fact. that's, that's a fact right so a situation like that happens and you know, in your area, it's not priority. You know, it's unfortunately you want to have something to protect your family. Right. Right. Um, I think, uh, when it comes to cops and civilians, I think there is a, a, there's not a line of effective communication. Okay. You know, um, there's, you know, throughout the months, there's been a lot of, you know, uh, it's difficult to even say. Um, there's been a, a lot of police brutality. Okay. You know, um, and um, Floyd, uh, Floyd was one of them. George and, Floyd. Yeah. And... I, I try to I try to play always uh play a devil's advocate and try to see both sides, you know? To right. so that an an actual conversation could come out of it. Right. For the better, not for the worse, for the better. Right. You know, it's not easy being a a, a, a police, you know, 
you're 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 going through uh, PS uh, post traumatic stress disorder. You're in right. a in, in a uh, environment. high hostile environment exactly. That if you're in a you're you're going to a place is because it's not a good place. Let's be honest. Right. Right. And if you're going to that place, more honestly speaking, you're probably gonna get shot or people are gonna try to shoot at you. Right. So you're living that constant that that constant battle. Right. You know that you have that intensity. intensity. So, so any situation you 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 move forward to, it, it's not gonna be a, hey, how are you doing? But then you have civilians that are actually innocent and doing a. a, a trying to get by day to day and you're still for life, uh, right. getting affected, you know, right. see, the, 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 the good receive the consequences while the bad, you know, unfortunately sometimes slip away. Right. So it's difficult to define what's good or bad or what's right and wrong. Well, that's subjective. And, yeah. And it's, it's difficult. Subjective. It's difficult to, have that conversation or to avoid those circumstances. Right. You know, but I guess what I'm trying to say, you should have a gun. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not easy. Right. It's not easy. easy. We, we, we live in a fucked up world. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and BS you. We, we do, we do live in a fucked up world where, the people you think they're supposed to protect us are not protecting us. And you, the people you would think that have good intentions for us don't have it. Right. Right. And, and, and like, like you said, you know, it's, it's what we, it's always been happening. Uh, superiority is, 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 is a real thing. Um, you know, and that's been happening way before guns came into the picture. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you have the authority, doesn't mean that you have the permission to do certain things you know so like i said you can't you can't you can't evaluate someone's morality and like you said ptsd like you could be he could have been that that officer could have been dealing with a number of different things before Mm -hmm. he went to respond to that now you know or it it, it was if it's if it's new york and it's in the 1980s or 1970s or maybe in the 1990s that the mafia were fucking had half of the payroll uh, right. of the police squad on their payroll, you know, it could be a, a simple hit. Right. Let's face the facts. Uh, the books don't whatever lie. Reason. Yep. The books don't lie. History, right. history has uh, showed us that the people that are supposed to have our best interest have not our best interest. So there's no gray line. There's only black and white. The gray right. line, the gray line is created to bullshit people. So which one is it? You know? Right. And yeah, like you said, man. Like you said. Um fuck, it's been it's been a, a good episode. I, I've I've learned a lot. Right. Uh, it's it's very eye opening. It's a delicate right. it's a it's a it's a bold and delicate conversation uh we're having because it's not easy. Right. Um, shit, I want to ask you about that Tesla shit you posted. I'll talk about a little about everything. You posted that uh, as soon as Tesla moved to Texas, 
they came out with some brand new. Uh, oh yeah, they look nice. They look nice. Came out with like a with his own like AR fifteen or something like that. Yeah, I saw I saw that. They look nice. Um, Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? AR fifteens are, are are America's is is America's gun, man. Mm-hmm. And, is, is Tesla and, an American company? Tesla. Well, I I wouldn't know. Um, as far as I know, I believe it is. Uh, Tesla is American or, or Australian. I mm-hmm. think it's I think it's American. It's not a foreign. It's not a from a foreign. Because it's, uh, because to move to Texas, you know, uh, you can't you can't get more American than Texas, right? You know, so um, I saw them and I'm not gonna lie, it looked dope. You're talking about the the the, the AR-15 or the, yeah. or the car? No. no. <laughs> Uh, the AR, yeah. yeah, the AR is yeah, there. It, it, it looked it look nice, man. And you would expect him to produce uh, something of a high caliber, you know, because he has money. So he has the resources and the capability of uh, producing something of high quality. And uh, I would love to shoot it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Louise, I would love to shoot it. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, if, you, if, you're, moving, if you're making a bold, bold move, to Texas, and you're coming out with these uh, fucking incredible futuristic mobile cars, and you know you're fucking creating a, a, a created and launched it already, right. rocket launcher to go to fucking Mars. You know why right. not come out with some fucking some guns? He know what he's doing. He's a very smart business savvy that's, that, guy. That's some um, that's some um, like Tony Stark shit. Yeah, he he knew exactly what he was doing. With I mean. Texans love their cars and they love their guns. Mm-hmm. So, you know, why not? Let me make an AR-15. You know, they 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 love guns down there. Let me make this gun. <laughs> I think it's dope, man. Yeah, they're doing some good things. Yeah, right. incredible. So let me let me ask you: Do you do you own a firearm? I do not own a firearm. Um, okay. That's just one of the reasons why I I was so insistent of having you on the podcast because, you know, I'm. I'm a student. I like to learn. I like to educate myself. Um, and I've learned that when you want to, when the person is willing to learn something, they want to learn, it's much easier than having somebody teach you something you don't want to learn. Right. Um, and I don't, but I... I, I um, Are you interested in buying one? I'm, yeah, but I'm interested okay. in doing the proper way. Um, uh, I got some things in the making. Uh, I'm waiting to see. Uh, I'm probably end up moving in a year okay. or so. So depending where I um, I move, move to, to, because I want to, mm. you know, I, I've been, uh, how do I say? The reason I, I you know, one of the re- many reasons I created is because I try to be a little bit more social. Not social. Okay. You know, I, I, I've uh, explained a little bit of my, you know, upbringing. Right. I'm not a social butterfly. I've never been a social butterfly. I do the best that I can. So right. when, you know, I want to move to like an open, you know, a house with an open, you know, area. No, not, I don't want to say like a property. Farm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want my, my fucking 40 acres. That's what I want. <laughs> um, but, you know, and um, where I want to go, it's probably going to be a lot of deers, a lot of bears. You know, I, I want somebody that's going to just, I just need space. I need open, right. you know, I need right. that. 
you want a tranquil uh, environment. <laughs> yeah, and most likely, I'm you know I've talked to several people I know that uh, have moved into those, those you know type of areas. I'm trying to explain, and mm-hmm. you know they got bears, they got fucking deers, they got all these things coming, and it's good to have um, firearms because you know they don't want a bear in your in your house, and especially right. if you go online. You see these these videos of bears coming literally inside your house, going in your refrigerator, right. you know. So for that aspect, um, God, God bless you. At least hurting the animal, because you know I'm not trying to kill it. You know I'm not. I, I'm thinking I'm not fully there. Well, that'd be, yeah, that'd, that'd be a little bit. Uh, that's crazy. Like if you if, if if a bear is on your property and trying to attack you, mm-hmm. and you just want to you just want to wound it. Nah, you yeah. you you gonna, you gonna put it down. You gonna want to put it down. Yeah, let's just say I'm just being polite. I'm just being polite. <laughs> Say, um, fuck that. Be uh, <laughs> say what it is, man. Well, That's like it. somebody, somebody, somebody eat you bring it to your shit. house. Man. <laughs> somebody bring it to your house. You you gonna you yeah. gonna put them down. You ain't doing it just to wound them. You you're right. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely right. I'm not gonna. But you know that's why I want to get it. You know, um, I don't want to get it because at the moment, at least for now, I want to start the process. Right. So when I choose, when I'm mentally prepared and and my, my wife, uh, we have the proper training because, like I said, we this is a, a life-changing investment. So for me, I want to do the proper procedures. I want proper procedures, proper paperwork, the proper training because I, you know, I have a four-year-old um, son. And when he becomes of age, I, I want to, you know, I want to know the full capability and teach him the proper way. And right be able to, to, to sit down and, and explain to him that, that this is a serious topic. I'm not sitting down with you to, uh, you know, just be a nagging parent. Right. This is real. This is life changing. Right. You know, and you need to know that it's easy to pull a trigger, but what, what, what comes behind you pulling the trigger is not easy. Right. And, and, you know, it's, it resolved in whether you're, you're deaf or somebody else's death. Right. And, and we never want to be a part of that. Right. So, like I said, I just, you know, I want to do the proper procedures. And when the time comes, I want to be ready for it. It's, it's a buildup. Right. So, uh, yeah. And in my area right now, I, I don't, uh, I don't want it because it's just, there's too much of that going around. And, and in my experience, you know, you try to be involved in something, you know, things tend to like a magnet, you know, and, and gravitate to you. And I, I've been where can't I'm put yourself, at, You can't yeah. put yourself in those, uh, those predicaments and in, in, in areas where you could be subjected to something bad happening to you. Listen, I got, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. I got machetes, uh, that just sits right next to me. Uh, yeah, mother motherfuckers has getting their chopped off. I got bad, right. you know. Right. Either, you got of protecting your, your, yourself yeah, and your family. Yeah, you know, <laughs> shit. Let's just say you, you know, you try to do some stupid shit, you ain't walking out like you came in, or right. they taking you out like you came in. So, hey, listen, man. Before I got into purchasing my firearms, that's I, I, like I'm still into. It. I love knives. I like pocket knives. I like machetes. 
I like swords. Do you, I you got know, a couple of, you know what I, I really want to learn? You, you know what I I want to I want to learn how to fight with a knife like a, these fucking motherfuckers in the in the marine. They're the baddest motherfuckers with these knives. These fucking and they're not and knives, that's they're based, actually machetes. And that's, <laughs> and that's based off movies that you've seen. Yeah. But I've actually seen <laughs> uh I've actually seen people train. Uh I, I used to work at Wild Hand back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to work back way, way back. Uh this Fortune five hundred company. I'm not gonna name them because uh they did me right. dirty. But uh one of my superiors, he he was uh, a veteran. He was in Iraq for ten years, you know, okay. on and off. And you know, I got to build a relationship with him that, you know, I admired him because, you know, going to Iraq 10 years willingly because you want to go. It's not easy because a lot of people, you know, go and come back and they don't want to go back. And if they don't go back, it's because they fucked up. Right. Um, And, you know, he would, you know, he started showing me techniques and whatnot. And I just got fascinated with it. That's something I just, I would like to learn. This is skill, you know, not to necessarily use it, you know. Right, but just you know to learn, right? But yeah, man. hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, um, yeah, man. Um, thank you for being on the show, brother. Thanks for having me. I, and I plan to be on a lot more. Like I said, this is a learning process for myself as well, you know. And I just feel like I just wanted people to go on a journey with me, and uh, you know go on through this process, you know, and I'm trying to help people with the process, you know, educate them and, and just show them, you know, essentially everything, like I said, is online, self-explanatory, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, it's, See, it's but not that, people that's, spreading the message. Yeah, this is why we need individuals like you, you know, right. everything is, I like me, just, you know, not, not, not to present art, firearms, but just in general, you know, when I'm starting something new, I, I need to educate myself and I don't know where to go first. Right. When we have, you know, you know, the individuals like you that pride in the service that are willing and motivated to, you know, and passionate to educate people. We need that. We right. do. We, we knew we need that in our personal life. We need that in the community. We need, we need more people, you know, maybe if we had more people like you to, to, to educate yourself, you know, maybe our community wouldn't be, where's that, you know? It's very true. The violence wouldn't be so heavily. Right. You know, we, we need this, you know, and I'm I'm happy. People I'm want proud people and, want people yeah. want to take firearms lightly. Yeah, and it's not a lightly thing. It's it's life changing. Right. You know, and as soon as I, I saw you starting, I was like I I I wanted more for me personally to right. educate have to know somebody to educate myself. Right. And, and dude, I am, I'm honored for you to be here. Uh, I've learned a lot, you know, uh, I think on some point of this podcast, I, I felt even um, intimidated just because this is information I feel like I should know. Okay. The safety of my family, but you made the process and just talking so nonchalant, having a conversation, which is right. something I've, I, you know, when we first started, I, I was trying to tell you, this is the conversation. You right. know, and just having a conversation, we can learn a lot from one another and the work and learn from each other, you know? And right. I, I'm grateful and I'm appreciative. And, and you know, thank you. Thank you for uh, joining me today on Deal Talk, brother. Thank you. No problem, man.
Now, before we go, I want I want you to let the people know for our listeners to just tell them where to find you because they need to find you, especially if they're trying to get you know get their knowledge on 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 an education on gun knowledge. Right. Now, let them know where to find you at, brother. All right. You can uh, find me on Instagram at what triggers you eight point two eight, and that's W A T T. R-I-G-G-E-R, the letter U, 8.28 on Instagram. You can also email me if, if, if you don't have social media. You can email me at uh, the same thing, what triggers you. That's uh, W-A-T-T-R-I-G-E-R, uh, no S, uh, U, Y-O-U, 2020, at gmail.com. There you go, folks. Um, please, if you're seeking to invest or educate yourself, hit them up. And if you don't hit them up, just be safe. Uh, know that this is not an easy topic. And there are consequences uh, to pulling the trigger. And just be safe. Uh, Michael Green, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day, brother. You too, man.